Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the Morning Mash. I am Craig Borden with you here, as always, here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. Make sure you tune in weekday mornings for these morning mashes for your Toronto Blue Jays news and a little bit of a minor league dusting, too, as well. So don't forget to tune in. So what a wild game last night for the Blue Jays versus the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox would end up coming out on top, unfortunately, and picking up their 80th win as the Blue Jays fall to 51-61 and on a season after a 10-7 loss. And... They would uh, pick up 13 hits and out-hit the uh, Boston Red Sox 13-9. Uh, to nine. And even with two Red Sox errors, it was not quite enough for the Blue Jays to come back and really run away with this one or even uh, make it a late comeback. Uh, they were in it all the way into the 10th inning, though. So extra innings uh, was the name of the game on Tuesday. So how did things get started? Things got started with the Stroh Show working great again in primetime. Seven innings all work, allowing just two hits and one unearned run. Uh, three walks and four strikeouts, as Stroman has really been mowing things through since rejoining this team. And just been a pleasure to watch in all reality. So up until this point, the Blue Jays were winning 2-1. to one. And kind of looking like uh, the door was kind of slammed shut with Marcus Stroman on the mound. But unfortunately, all good things apparently must come to an end if you're a Blue Jays fan. And in the sixth inning, no, sorry, the uh, eighth inning after Stroman's departure, um, everything kind of went nuts for the Boston Red Sox. And they were able to put up a four spot in the eighth inning and just completely get into this game and run away with it. So it is what it is, but um, yeah, very disheartening for Blue Jays fans as Mitch Moreland brings in a run and then um, a three-run blast from none other than J.D. Martinez, who has been a force for the Boston Red Sox. And I'm going to say I saw that coming. Small ballpark, J.D. Martinez has been a stellar power hitter for years, and it does not shock me that he just hit his 34th home run of the season. Very untimely for our Blue Jays fans. He hits this one off of Ryan Tapera, and Tapera ends up only getting out of the inning, but allowed four earned runs before departing the eighth. Um, Tyler Clippard came in in the ninth, kept things close as the Blue Jays uh, jumped back into it. And then, unfortunately, newcomer Ken Giles would be the sole uh, owner of the loss for this Blue Jays club as he allows five on, five earned runs on two home runs to the Boston Red Sox in the 10th inning. Mitch Moreland and Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, accounting for four. No, actually, all five of those earned runs on two home runs in the 10th. And the Blue Jays 
resilient enough, come back and try to put something together in the 10th, but not quite enough. So um, as far as scoring goes, the Blue Jays had Devin Travis, who kicked things off with a um, solo home oh, sorry, two-run home run in the uh, third inning. It was his uh, eighth of the season and continuing hot streak for Devin Travis as he has been absolutely wrecking the ball over the last few weeks. He's been somewhere in the f- almost 400 ballpark after another two-for-six performance with two RBIs and two runs scored. So very, very encouraging stuff from Devin Travis, who many had written off. So Teoscar Hernandez picked up an RBI and one-for-three performance. Yanis Solarte, two-for-three again, scoring twice. Justin Smoke picking up his 18th home run of the season, and then Kevin Pillar getting back into action here and uh, had a home run as well, his ninth of the season in a one-for-five effort. So Blue Jays had plenty of pop to be able to keep in this game. Unfortunately, they just could not keep pace with the high-octane Boston Red Sox lineup. So what's going on for the next game for the Toronto Blue Jays as we uh, continue this homestand that we're going to be on here for the foreseeable future? And it's going to be Brad Johnson for the uh, Brian Johnson, I mean, for the uh, Boston Red Sox, and then Mitch Hostchild or Mike Hostchild is going to actually get another start after a incredible pickup the other day, as he picked up six innings after pretty much being recruited by the Blue Jays thirty minutes prior to the outing, did not allow an earned run against that uh, in that start, and uh, allowed just four hits while striking out five. So. It, I would say Hostile is definitely uh, deserving of that outing. And hopefully he runs with this against this very tough Boston Red Sox lineup. So, as the usual here on the uh, Morning Mash, we are going to have a minor league recap for you. And we're going to head to Buffalo first in AAA, where the Buffalo Bisons took on the Gwinnett Stripers and unfortunately took a 2 to nothing loss to the Stripers as the nine hits for the Buffalo Bisons were not enough to get the job done. So the sole possession, or sole owner of three of those hits was Vlad Jr., as he went three for four and now has a three eighty nine batting average and has been, you know, not slow to get off, but I'm finally glad to see that some of these pitchers in the International League are actually going to pitch to him. Um, he's already got way too many walks. <laughs> <laughs> and last night he didn't pick up any walks, but he went three for four, so it was nice to see him get on base. Three singles in his first tri- multi-hit game for the Buffalo Bisons in the AAA level. Also picking up multi-hit games were Rowdy Telez, who continues to pee hot, and Tim Lopes, who is a name apparently you might want to start pa- hanging on to. Um, he's now batting two seventy seven and picks up another pair of hits, including a double. So, solid performance from him. Unfortunately, the offense for the Buffalo Bisons went a mere one for eight with runners in scoring position, and that was not quite enough to back up another solid outing by Sean Reed Foley, whose record falls to seven and four after the two to nothing loss. A five inning performance from him, allowing both those earned runs, just two walks while striking out eight, improving his uh, international league ERA to a 3.50. So, Just incredible stuff from Sean Reed Foley and might be deserving of a look for the big club before here at the end of the season here. So Murphy Smith would come in to relieve him, pitches three solid innings, allows just one hit while striking out four, 
Craig Breslow recorded it out, and then Connor Fisk picking up the last two in the ninth. So, um, like I said, the Bisons were in this one, just couldn't quite get that herd moving to uh, pick up the offense and do a good job. So that's how it is, unfortunately. Moving right along, the New Hampshire Fisher Cats pick up their 65th win in an 8-3 to win over the Bowie Bay Sox and 14 hits. So offense is still the name of the game in New Hampshire. And Boba Shett leading the way in the in the uh, leadoff spot, 3-for-5 with a run scored. Harold Ramirez might be the best hitter that you haven't heard of in the, new, in the uh, Meyer League system of this season. Three for five again yesterday with another three RBI performance and two runs scored. He is now batting 313 and might be deserving of a promotion himself. But with the log jam of outfielders in the Blue Jays minor league system, he's probably stuck in New Hampshire for the foreseeable future. Uh, Max Pentecost is starting to find his bat two for three with a two run or two RBIs as well. Batting in the ninth spot. And um, eighth spot, Gunnar Height and Andrew Giat picking up home runs of, uh, during this game. Fourth of the season for Gunnar Height, and then second of this year, year for uh, Andrew Giat. Uh, finally healthy and running with it. One for three with two RBIs for Giat, and uh, he's been on fire the last few games, a few multi-hit games over the last five or so. And um, just beautiful offense to back up a great start or a good enough start for John Harris to pick up his uh, 10th win of the season. Five innings of work, seven hits as he scatters all of it around just to get hit for three earned runs. Most encouraging thing, John Harris did not allow a home run during this outing. Two walks and four strikeouts. Zach Jackson would come in in a relief. Two innings of work from him, perfect, except for uh, one walk and two strikeouts over that time. And then um, the newcomer, Corey Coping, would come in and was exactly perfect. Uh, zeros all across the board for two innings, um, and that includes strikeouts and walks as well. But great outing from him. Moving right along to another location, we're going to go down to Dunedin, Florida, where the Dunedin Blue Jays lost a slugfest to the Daytona Tortugas, 9-8. to um, even with three errors by the Daytona Tortugas, the Blue Jays could not quite capitalize on the last couple runs in the uh, ninth inning um, as they scored three in the eighth to get really back into this game. Not quite enough to get over the hurdle there. So uh, Kevin Smith picking up his 14th home run in the uh, three spot of the Blue Jay lineup. One for five with an RBI, obviously, and a run scored. Um Lots of doubles in this one for the Blue Jays. Uh, Riley Adams picked up one, Ivan Castillo, Brock Lundquist, and Joshua Palacios picking up doubles each. Uh, Lundquist uh, went one for four with two RBIs. uh, Ivan Castillo in the leadoff spot picking up a pair as well. And in all reality, you want to look through this box score, the top six hitters in the Dunedin attack had an RBI and at least a hit and only Yeltsin Ganino, who has been uh, one of the better hitters of the Lansing Lugnuts and just getting settled in with the Dunedin Blue Jays, is the only one not to record a hit. But he uh, was very productive as he picked up a walk 
and um, two runs scored. So all all Blue Jay runners are hitters making it on base and contributing to this team. Patrick Murphy pitching two and a two-thirds. Um, I'm looking for news to see why he left the game so early, but I'm assuming it's because he got mashed up a little bit here on three hits for three earned runs in those two-thirds. Um, three walks and four strikeouts from uh, Patrick Murphy, who had been cruising at a 2.74 ERA at the end of this game. So if that gives you any indication of how good he's been doing for the Dunedin Blue Jays, uh, that would be the exact idea right there. So Nick Hartman comes in and relieves him, inning a two-thirds for him and allowing five more earned runs. And then uh, Claudio Costado kind of calmed things down, allowing just one run over his two and a third, and then Nick Fishman would come in and uh, lock things up and allow for the comeback. But Blue Jays fall up just short to the uh, Daytona Tortugas. Sorry. I had a total ton twister there. Um, so the Lansing Lugnuts, the la- would be our typical last stop, but they're on their travel today. Or, um, and they're going to be heading home to Lansing to start off a series against the Dayton Dragons Wednesday night. So Blue Jays fans, hope you uh, have been enjoying our morning matches and uh, all our minor league recaps. D- don't forget to hit up South of the Six, which is the home of the Jaybird watching GameCast. We're hoping to schedule a new live show for you soon. Hopefully, maybe we can get something together for this weekend. I'm still looking for guests. Um, if you're interested in talking Blue Jays with us, hit us up on Twitter at BirdWatchingGC or myself, the host of this show, at Craigers1221, and I will gladly talk to you. Maybe you'll go somewhere. Maybe you might want to even join us. So, Blue, you got a uh, passion for Blue Jays fun? Feel free to message us and we'll talk Blue Jays. Um, hit up SeatGiant.ca for uh, all your ticket needs and use the promo code JBird and you might be able to get a nice little discount. So all that and the all that and more as you subscribe all over the uh, internet on, on whatever your favorite podcast website may be for the JBird watching GameCast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, whatever it might be. We're pretty much on all of them at this point. Thanks to our uh, lovely hosts here on the anchor.fm platform. So everybody, thank you very much again. Go Blue Jays. And hopefully we'll get a little bit more against the Red Sox tonight and get over the hurdle here as we try to take a bite out of the big club. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.